Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It is time for another episode of the Bash Mania podcast. This is episode 23 with five-time world team member, two-time world medalist, James Green. As if this success isn't enough to talk about being on five straight world teams, James recently bumped up to 74, where he has his friend and teammate Jordan Burroughs waiting for him, who's also a world and Olympic champion. So in order to make six straight teams and finally achieve his goal of being a world Olympic champion, James has Jordan Burroughs, Kyle Dake, Jason Nolf, Imar, Makai Lewis, Vincenzo Joseph, you name it. There is just an absolute barn burner of a tournament waiting for him to make the world and Olympic team. And I'm really curious to dive into this conversation with James and talk about his perspective and what do you think he has to do to get to that level where he's going to win the tournament with, with that caliper of, of a group of guys. And on top of that, what it's taken to get to this point, going back to his early days in Jersey and getting to where he is now and having the success he's had. So we're going to dive into this conversation with James Green. Before we do, guys, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, be sure to subscribe. This podcast is available wherever you're listening right now. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Stitcher. You name it, it's there. So go ahead and subscribe. We've already had a couple dozen great guests on, and I promise there are so many more great guests to have on the show. And let me know. Send me your feedback. Let me know who you'd like to have on the show. But as for right now, you're here to hear from James Green. So let's roll the intro and get this thing started. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashomania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Mr. James Green, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing really good. And yourself? I'm doing good, man. You've been busy. (laughs) We've been trying to coordinate (laughs) this for a few weeks, and it's like, all right, I'm going to Russia. All right, I'm on my way to Colorado Springs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, the grind doesn't stop. Um, and with the holidays, doing a lot of traveling, going to see family. And yeah, I was uh, on my way to Florida, and then I left from Florida to Russia, wrestled there, and now I'm here at the Olympic Training Center for uh, this week. But uh, yeah, it's been fun. And how are <laughs> you feeling? You you look good. You're you're bulking up to 74 nicely. How did you feel competing at that weight? Uh, I felt really good. It it's great to be up a weight and um you know not have to cut weight There's obviously one less thing to worry about and um yeah i get to eat a lot more uh without having to cut back on anything so wrestling for the first time there i felt like i had a lot of energy um i didn't feel like i struggled at all against um any of the other guys as far as you know uh, strength wise and um <clears throat> at this tournament we got to weigh in on a friday the night before uh, with uh, two kilos, so um, not quite scratch weight yet, but uh, it was still good to wrestle with those guys, yeah. and uh, I'm really confident moving forward. 
For sure, man. And I want to get into the Olympic trials. Before that, I want to kind of get into the James <clears throat> Green story a little bit. Going back, yeah. like you've been in Nebraska for so long that whether it's me or other people, like I feel like you've you've become one with Nebraska wrestling. And I think especially younger fans might not know that you're even from Jersey. Like you are Jersey through and through, but you've been in Lincoln and you've been in Nebraska yeah. for so long. Like I'm I'm curious, go, going back to the Jersey days, what got you started wrestling in Jersey in one of the toughest states in this country? Um. So, uh, I mean, I played football just like a lot of other kids <clears throat> growing up. And uh, one of my teammates and very close friends, um, family, had ran our uh, junior program. And they basically suggested to my dad that um, I should come out and wrestle. Um, and like most kids, I, I really didn't want to wrestle. I wanted to be a football player. <laughs> <Right>. I, wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to be a running back. You know, I played running back and uh, a cornerback growing up. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I ended up going wrestling in this uh the Willembro Junior program with the Scotland family. They're a great, great family, um, welcoming. They help a lot of people out in the community and um yeah, it all started from there, you know, just uh taking my bumps and bruises <laughs> along the way. Yeah. And um yeah, um me and my family, so no one else in my family, um, besides one of my cousins, uh had wrestled, so we were all learning, you know, do things just the tournaments the traveling the weekend um everything and so it was it was kind of like a family affair and it, it was really fun and uh pretty neat just to kind of travel up and down the state and uh go to different places different tournaments and um yeah the rest is history i'm i'm here um now i would not have imagined that <laughs> me coming from <laughs> willembro especially uh that i'd be where i'm at today but um i, I wouldn't change anything and, like, Jersey is one of the toughest state tournaments in the country. It's just the way it's ran, the way it's, like, there's one champ per weight. There's not all these divisions everything. How did you work towards becoming a state champion at that level? Like, how did you find success early in your career? Right. Um, yeah, I, I had to learn the hard way for one. My first year, uh, when I made the decision just to kind of focus, I, I stopped playing football in eighth grade and um, I wanted to focus on wrestling. I was, mind you, I was just wrestling 105, so I, I assumed Damn. I'd be a 103. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed I'd be a 103 pounder right. coming in, but I hit a little hit a little growth spurt that summer, so um, I actually ended up wrestling 125. Um, That's again, a big I, I did, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So um, it was good. Uh, a nice jump for me, but at the same time, I should have probably been uh, maybe 119. I, I, I didn't really have to cut weight, um, and I found myself being just a little smaller than everyone else, but I still have fun. I, like you said, New Jersey's a tough state. Um, I went undefeated all the way up to our districts, and um, I think I took like third or something in my regions, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't uh, place at the state tournament my freshman year. So then I'm like, dang, I got to obviously have to do something different if I want to um, pursue wrestling after right. high school. And because um, obviously New Jersey, you know, these guys that are going to colleges, D1, they're they're winning multiple state ch championships. And yeah, I didn't even play my freshman year. So a <clears throat> uh, family friend of mine, uh, Bob Acosta, who's still living in New Jersey, and he's still really uh, helping out the wrestling community there and um, any kids that want to get some exposure he would uh always be willing to take me around uh to different practices and 
different clubs, and um, um, I would I go up to Blair quite often, get in a room with those guys. Around that time, like Chris Villalonga and um, Austin Ormsby, they were all there. <clears throat> so it was good getting in a room with those guys and, um, yeah, learning from Buxton and different coaches. And um, I saw improvement. So then my sophomore year, that's I, I took fourth in the state. Um, and I started getting some – going to more national tournaments, like, you know, Super 32 and – traveling because i think that's really a big part of it sometimes you get you know in football where you're just kind of playing the local talent in the yep. neighboring counties you uh you get trapped in there and in wrestling you got to get more exposure you got to go seek the best and totally. um yeah that's that's what i ended up doing so by the time my junior year comes um, i find myself in the finals and i uh that's when i got some of the recognition because i went to um <clears throat> the Lock Haven tournament uh open as a junior and I took or I ended up being in a third and fourth place match but we never wrestled it because <laughs> they didn't want to referee it was weird but what? yeah so <laughs> it was it, it was uh I was supposed to wrestle all and I had lost to all in man it was like late in the day the refs didn't they were leaving it was it was stupid <laughs> so we never even ended up wrestling that match but yeah Got to the third and fourth um, place match as a junior high school at a, a college open. So that's how I, my uh, Nebraska connection started um, to form there. And even though I was getting that some recognition my junior year, I still ended up taking second in the state. So I was really hurt. Yeah. <laughs> really hurt. I'm like, dang. I'm, how am I, again, still thinking, like, how am I going to get to the next level? And right. I can't even win a state title. And it's but, funny. Uh, Nebraska, yeah, go ahead. Saw potential in me. Yeah, Nebraska saw potential in me, and so, you know, they start. We started communicating, but that was that was the only school so far. Um, and yeah, my senior year, I finally got it done. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because I don't remember what interview it was, but I can recall an interview you did not too long ago where you described your career as a grind. And, yeah. you know, watching your career, like, you can see that. Like, all throughout college, you – All-American all, all four years, finishing seventh a few times, third a few times. Um, yep. You've made five world teams. You've finished third and second. And, like, if you look at your career and the losses you had, like, I remember – I didn't know at the time just how great he was. I remember being in Vegas for the 2015 World Championships, and I think mm -hmm. that's when he lost to Yazdani. And then right. in 2017, like, you lose to Chimiz. I'm like, these guys that are beating you are world and Olympic champions. Like, you, your right. career has been a grind. Like, I'm curious yeah. what that grind has taught you to keep going. Because I can hear the consistent messaging. Like, I don't want to be that guy who's a runner-up or who's third. Like, I want to be the guy who, who wins. I want to be the guy. I remember after final X, you said, like, I, I want to be the guy in the highlights. Like, what has that grind right, right. taught you to keep getting you to try to level up and get to that next level? Um, really, it's, it's that you just you have to be persistent, right? You just you have to be persistent even if you get knocked down. Um, and really with the college grind, that's what that taught me because um, – as much as I didn't like it, I had a lot of inconsistent uh, performances where, you know, I'd go out and wrestle like an all-star and then I'd have a couple head-scratcher losses. And really, um, <clears throat> to me, that that's just kind of like 
telling myself that um yeah if in order if I, in order to be the best i gotta be more consistent and yeah. um i think that's really really obviously with the best guys in the world that's that's it they're consistent whether you know like jordan he <clears throat> how many times has he been down in a match and um you know he's the best at closing out a match or right even if he's down two or three but he's he's always consistent no matter what he's going to be firing off his shots and things of that nature so yeah it's just it's just it's been teaching me you know not to not to be deterred keep the goal in mind and um stay persistent really and that's what i'm trying to do and i'm really excited uh at this weight to get the opportunity to really put in work and um yeah find success but yeah and and that's like the next thing they both kind of off that that I want to ask you like one is I'm curious what your definition of success is you know and as you go through your career like right. what, what your how you view success whether or not that's world gold or you growing or from a brand standpoint but I'm also curious well let me ask you that like, what, what is your definition of success in your mind like do you view success as only winning world gold or what do you view that as um well for me success or you know if you set out to have a goal and you achieve that that's success so and for me i i don't know anyone in the world that says yeah i just want to be the second or i just want to get third i i, I obviously want to be the best so that that to me would be successful in my mind um achieving a goal that you uh set out to you know achieve so yeah. or <clears throat> so along those lines you have your long-term goals and your short-term goals and um i've been doing a lot of that short-term goals as far as making world teams or um you know getting down keeping my weight right or yep. hitting my weight goals and things of that nature so there's only uh, there's only one left one goal left to do and um yeah i can consider it being successful but overall I, I feel like i've had a pretty successful career i, I can't complain i'm not going to be mad you know there's not a lot yep. there's only what ten guys uh, each year, and I'm one of those guys. So uh, for the past five years, so I can't I can't be mad about that on on one hand, but uh, independently and in my mind, uh, I still got some things to achieve. So yeah. And it's interesting because the the second kind of prong off that question was, you know, it, it's funny. There's there's guys who win world championships. And they're not viewed as strong because of the competition or because of the weight right. or whatever the reason. And you, you've been that guy who your losses when you took a bronze and a silver are to guys like Yazdani and Chimizo. And now right. to to accomplish your final goal of winning an Olympic or a world medal, and you want to do it this year at 74, you're feeling better than ever, it seems. But you now have yet another world and Olympic champion and your friend Jordan at that weight in your path. How do you balance right. both that friendship and saying, I want this as much, if not more than you. And also like, okay, I, I didn't beat Isdani, I didn't beat Chimizo. And now here's my, another opportunity to beat a world and Olympic champion. Like what's your mindset going into that? Uh, well, you, yes. Again, there's, there's Jordan, but, uh, He's he's already sitting in the final, so there's a couple other people you got to get through first. And uh, uh, with that in the back of my mind, I just know that 
and at the end of the day, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. Um, but just because things seem impossible doesn't mean that they're not possible. So, sure. um, <clears throat> yeah, really me and Jordan, we're, we're friends. Uh, we've been friends with, uh, as you know, I spent more time out in Nebraska and he, I mean, he hosted me in my recruiting trip. Right. Our relationship is going to be solid, uh, with the results, whatever happens, happens. But, um, I mean, it's, we're, we're both having fun. We, we train the same room. Uh, we've hung out, our families hang out. So, um, yeah, you know, whenever that competition, we're both competitive Right. when we work out together, (laughs) whether we're doing sprints, it's always going to be competitive. At the end of the day, we're always going to be friends. We'll laugh about it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. It's going to be interesting. Um, if it does happen, um, but uh, yeah, you got a lot of guys in that weight class. Seventy-four kilos is um, probably one of the, I guess, the stacked weight class. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're all stacked weight classes, but there's <clears throat> you got uh, two. Basically, you got two world champs because you have Kyle Dake coming down and uh, right and into the weight class. So yeah, those guys are. I mean, the best in the world, and. Um, that's where I want to be. So if I if I can get to them, then you know who why why not why not win a world or Olympic medal? So yeah, it's gonna be fun, and I'm looking forward to it for sure. And switching gears a little bit from that, you know, one of the other things you have to balance this year is that six months ago you became a father. How has that yeah. impacted your wrestling, and how has that impacted your focus and perspective of it all? Um, it's. I guess it, it's really more of uh, me wanting to get back, you know, as as much as I want to go compete and get opportunities to train, I'm, I'm now looking more forward to getting back home. And yeah. uh, I, really that, that's about, about it. My, my wife, she's, she's really uh, been supportive and helpful, especially with the Olympic year coming up. You know, she's, whatever she's telling me, you know, whatever you feel you need to do, or that's going to help you improve, then do it. Um, you know, they'll, they'll be there supporting me and uh, cheering me on the whole way. So uh, it's almost kind of like a sacrifice in this moment as far as spending time with the family. But, um, and they, they understand, or she, she, my daughter doesn't understand right now, but she will later on. And um, yeah, my wife, she's been real supportive. But it's it's been fun too, because um, every time I come back, there's always something new. I'm learning something new, and um, she's grown so fast. So yeah, she'll be six months on the 14th, and um, yeah, she'll be on the move soon here too. She's <laughs> starting to like crawl around and scooting her little walker. So it's fun. Um, well, I'm I remember a, I'm happy to get back. I remember you joking after final X. But I don't know if it was Nomad or one of the media guys was like, "Was that dad strength?" After you beat Deacon right <laughs> yeah. away, it's like, "Oh, thirty six right, right. hours of dad strength." <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, uh, she's getting heavier in that car seat. You definitely get some dad strength <laughs> when you're carrying them in and out the car. So that's pretty funny. And and speaking of like balancing fatherhood, and there's only really a limited number of guys, especially like there there's obviously guys that that have kids and are are competing in the Olympic trials and the Open and all that. But like as far as being on the team, like it's limited. Like you know, guys like Jordan yeah. and you, like there's not that many. And I feel like on top of balancing fatherhood and wrestling, you guys are also really balancing 
longevity of your career, of your health, right. um, from a business and brand standpoint. And I know like we've done some stuff, like we helped you out with the website, try to build up that brand right. a bit. How right. how are you balancing the business side of wrestling with your future? I mean, you're young and wrestling is such a brutal sport. Like right. wrestling, it, it, it doesn't kick you out, but it's like after you hit like 30, 31, 32, you're like, okay, I'm done. Like, how mm-hmm. have you started balancing the longevity with what you're doing now or have you not really worried about it yet? Uh, no, I've, I've definitely been trying to, and it's definitely hard, especially with the sport. Um, <clears throat> and the way that our, um, situations and our, you know, the RTCs being, ba- uh, intertwined with the colleges and yep. trying to train and <clears throat> it's a lot of ownership once you, uh, you know, graduate and, um, even though the resources are there for you, it's, it's up to you to, to use that. So, you know, at Nebraska, we have our trainers and, um, obviously they have the, the, the guys that are on scholarships, the guys that they're, you know, going to school that they have to take care of. Um, and it's just up to us to be willing, you know, to fit into the time. So if it's, if they can only fit me in at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m., then I got to make sure I get up and get what right. I need. Or if I got to stay longer, then do that um, uh, as far as taking care of my body and recovering. And a lot of stuff is on my own, too, um, whether it's doing some yoga uh, classes or even just doing something, finding yoga on YouTube and doing it at my house. And, yeah, uh, yeah just doing, being smart about it. <laughs> and as far as the business, it's uh, – it's it's definitely tough, and like you said, we we've done the website, and I've even tried to do a couple of blogs and videos, but it's time consuming, right? Because you yeah, got dude, it's, you a, got it's your, very time <laughs> consuming. Yeah, you got your 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 traveling, your training, and when you're when you're not training and traveling, that it should be your downtime to relax. But then that's also time when you can you know be making some blog videos or writing up a a, a, a blog and you know, setting up a camp or a clinic or just right. the next thing. So it's, um, it's, uh, nonstop, but, uh, with the right people around and the right organization and planning, it's definitely possible. And, um, right now I'm, I'm definitely trying to get a better hold on that. Um, and yeah, with the social media, I think it just makes it a lot easier to, yep. to just get more exposure and, uh, spread your business and your brand out there. And, uh, yeah, with that being available to us, you know, I think you can have a really long, a lot more people will have longevity in in wrestling. And now with the teams too, especially, uh, I feel like, um, not just here in the U S but if you do find yourself struggling or there's just the option to, you know, we have how many Americans now wrestle for different countries. So that's, that's another thing too. Um, and I think it's good for the sport and good for us to show that we have some depth here. So it's pretty cool. And do you know what you want to do when you're getting done competing, like whether it's coaching or have you started to formulate that plan yet? Um, I, I haven't really, but I, I, I see myself coaching. Um, yep. I love the sport of wrestling. It's done a lot for me. Um, and what other ways, you know, to give back. Um, it's done so much for, for me, and I know that there's a lot of people out there that could benefit from wrestling. Uh, not too long ago, I did, you know, kind of 
a clinic back in my hometown and right now they their wrestling program was on the decline so just kind of being able to do that and show that you know you can get to a lot of places just by through the sport of wrestling so yeah i I definitely see coaching in my future and what do you think like you you bring up a good point and wanting to get back to wrestling like it's no different than, than me even like all i did was wrestle in and modified and jv and through high school and i was never any good but still there's a level that the, the sport brings you in and i can't imagine right. when you when you have the success that a guy like you has like how much more you want to give back, give back like what has this sport meant to you like what has this sport done for you aside from you know provide you the opportunity to compete and, and grow like what do you think wrestling has done for you specifically um i mean really it it the way my career has been and um you know as far as me setting my goals and not achieving them and it's just kind of it just has set a mindset where you know at the end of the day that um things could be worse Yep. But I'm in the right direction to make them better. You know, I'm always looking to improve and there's always way to move, move ahead and move up. And um, I think that kind of has been the definition of my career so far that I'm always on the rise. And um, wrestling has just taught me that um, as long as I believe and people around you believe that in you and support you, that um, you can accomplish a lot of things. Um a lot of people want to help you. A lot of people want to uh, reach out and be supportive of, of you. And all you have to do is keep an open mind and be be willing to listen. And um, things, good things can happen. So uh, wrestling is just, I mean, it's it's been great. I can't I, I can't complain. And I, I I don't think I've ever met anyone that says they they wish they never wrestled. You right. know, it's it's just one of those sports that um yeah. It touches everyone a little differently, but it's a great sport. We have a great community too. Great sure. community, guys. And going back to kind of bringing this conversation full circle a little bit, you know, so the Olympic trials are in four months, five months in April in um, in State College. What do the next few months look like for you leading up to the Olympic trials? Um. So yeah, I'm at the OTC right now and. We're actually, uh, I'm going to be talking to Bill here later this afternoon, just talk about competition. Uh, but I believe I'll probably do something again next month in January. And then um, it might slow down. I don't know if there's too much going on in February. So, yeah, January might be the last like, as far as international competition. And yeah. then, um, yeah, just kind of really get locked in and just, um, yeah get ready for the trials and what's your mindset you know kind of going back real quick to, to the mindset of you do you, you're it's the olympic year every weight class is stacked but like to focus in on right. 74 like you have jordan you have dake you have makai lewis imar nolf like you have so many talented wrestlers what do you think it's going to be for you that you need to do in order to walk away from that gauntlet of a tournament as the olympic team member um, yeah, you've named a lot of, a lot of great guys, a lot of successful wrestlers and, uh, really the big focus that is to focus on the match that's at hand because 
at the end of the day, you don't wrestle all those guys. Um, you might wrestle a few, you know, two yep. or three, but you, you definitely don't have to wrestle all those guys. So, um, obviously we don't know what the brackets will be like today, but, um, whenever we do and whenever they come out, that's just kind of how focus on that one match at a time. But if I focus on what I, I know I need to do, um, just kind of be more, more, uh, firing off more shots and, um, yeah, open up more, create more possibilities because um, I think that's it's not only fun for me, fun to wrestle. Um, it's fun for the fans too. Just be more. There's a lot on the line, but um, even though there's a lot, I, if I throw a lot, if I throw my all at it, I, I won't be mad yeah, at the results. Sure. So. Yeah, and you got good training there too. I mean, like Jordan's there. I I forget like Tyler Berger just um, registered. I know too for the open next weekend. Like that's a yeah. lot of it's a lot of good training within within your own room. Yeah, we uh we we have a lot of guys. Nebraska wrestling uh, is is going great as well. Um, I train right now with uh Peyton Rob and uh, Colin Parenton. Uh, roll around with Isaiah White and um, Jordan. So. The college guys are really helpful, and along with the senior guys, Berger and JB. So it's great to be in the room and mix it up with those guys and watch them go on their journey and through their college career. Um, it's been fun, too, and they're helping us. So, um, yeah, Nebraska wrestling, is, it's a great room, great place to train right now. Dude, they're top three right now. I mean, <laughs> that's, yeah. that, that's no <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're uh, – it's it's fun to to be there and see it happen, especially um, since yeah I wrestled for Nebraska right. and um, yeah I think my team was uh, a lot better than the team there right now. <laughs> no bias, right? <laughs> yeah, no bias, but yeah, those guys they're they're doing good, man. I'm excited for them. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, listen, man, I know you got a busy day in Colorado, so I'm gonna let you go. Yeah. I appreciate you stopping Thank by you. and chatting for a little bit. I appreciate you for having me on. Of course, man. We'll speak soon. Good luck in your next competition. All right. Have a good one. Thank All right, buddy. You too. And that is it for today's show. Whether this was your first episode or your repeat listener, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you're listening now. We've had some incredible guests on the show so far, and there are so many more to have on. And if there are people in the wrestling community you want to hear from, let me know, and I'll do my best to get those guys on the show too. If you want to connect with me online, my name again is Justin Bash. I'm at jbash on Instagram and at justinjbash on Twitter. Feel free to reach out with your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. Until the next episode, see ya. And the beat goes on.